Want to start this week of shows with some thank yous. I want to say thank you to somebody from North Myrtle Beach with the first initial T who mailed a birthday gift to me. It's a dog toy with uh, that launches a, a ball, you mm-hmm. know, like a ball launcher. Lily's going to love that. Yep, but also included a Toblerone. <laughs> Candy, people were very upset that you said Toblerones were not good. I don't think they are good. I've never like gotten the appeal because I feel like when I was a kid, they were very, very fancy. And for some reason, I equate that with being a really big deal. And then by the time I was like, you know, I had one, I was like, oh, I kind of like Hershey better. You were like oversold on it or something? Yeah, I think so. But he messaged me to make sure that you got the package. So I'll have to send him a message and and tell him that we loved it. And that's so awesome. And tell him thank you. And also everybody who was at the Fayetteville meetup on my actual birthday on November 10th, they all signed a uh, card for me. That is so cool. That's not a card. That's like a... A custom card. It's a custom card. It's like a huge poster board with like messages for Jeff on it. And that is so unbelievably nice. Yep. And then uh, we have a young listener named Riley who writes to us, Jeff, Callie, Lily, and Sadie. Because she wrote this as a note. Like she wrote it herself. Yeah. And it says, I listen every day. I love you and want to be your friend. Well, if you listen every day, you're you are already, our friend. You are our friend. And I will help you double the upside. Love you, <laughs> Riley. So thank well, you, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you, you clearly did not see what else Riley did. Riley drew, and I didn't see this the first time ever because I was so blown away by her sweet note. Oh my gosh. And then I looked at it, and there's a stick figure of someone saying, I, what does it say? I'm mad. I'm mad with a scowl. And on I her was face. like, why, why did she draw someone that's mad? Then I looked below that, and there are pictures of Lily and Sadie in our yard. On the other side of a fence. So the <laughs> so the mad person is our neighbor. <laughs> like, so this is what we're imparting on to the youth of tomorrow. All right, we'll have to start today's show then with an update a dog update for everybody who's been following along in that saga because we haven't done that in a few weeks. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and I am grateful for kind-hearted people. I was surrounded by kind-hearted people this weekend, and I loved it. My name is Callie Dollar. I don't know why that was so weird. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for our super comfy, awesome couches. We had a really busy weekend this weekend, and um, on Saturday, I hosted an event at Brown & Company Jewelers, and earlier this year, I decided to like take the jewelry from both sides of my grandparents and take it into a jeweler and be like, okay, I don't even know if this stuff is like real. Can you tell me about it? And I thought that I definitely couldn't afford it. I was so intimidated by it and had a wonderful experience at Brown and Company making a piece of jewelry out of my grandparents' stuff that's been collecting dust for like 19 years. And when I did that, I got a ton of messages from upsiders on Instagram saying, oh my gosh, I have had my grandmother's stuff laying around forever. Like I didn't know we could do this or I've been meaning to do this, but I didn't know anyone. So on Saturday, um, we went to Brown and Company together and people brought their family stuff and like, I got to sit with upsiders and not really help them, but talk to everybody about their family jewelry. We cried 
<laughs> oh, really? Oh, it my was gosh. Emo- it was emotional? I thought it was just like a party. No, well, it was a party. Like, we had mimosas and food, and, like, it was super fun, but everybody... I guess, I guess that makes sense because if they're bringing in family jewelry, like everything has a story with it. Well, and I think nobody is, I think more people than not are emotional about seeing something that their grandma wore every day or their mom or their dad or whatever, seeing that be broken apart. And it's really hard. And there were, I think probably at least five of us that cried and were hugging and sharing stories of the people that we love. And, um, but I think everybody felt good about it. It was just a really emotional morning. So that was good. It was super, um, just heartwarming. It was such a heartwarming day. And, um, I just love you if we got to bond and I say bond cause we cried together on Saturday. So thank you so much for coming. And also thank you to Henri's. You know how much I love Henri's me and Jeff are Henri's obsessed. They have a great bakery and they do make a delicious sandwich. <laughs> um, and, and Callie did bring home a couple cookies from the event for me. So I, thank, so I doubled the thank you to Henri's. <laughs> thank you, Henri's, for giving us some bites and Brown and Company for mimosas and then Paper Daisy Stationery. They did our wedding invitations and um, they do a lot of wedding stuff, but they made discount codes and surprised everyone with um, Brown and Company discount cards. And they were so beautiful. And Paper Daisies, I can't not thank you enough. Um, I just love you. Who is the uh, the the woman Emma that you said you sent me a message from Brown and Company? Oh, I and did. Said, we have to talk and we have to say hi to Emma on Monday. Um. So Emma's parents were at Brown and Company, and Emma was staying at her mom's house, so um, she didn't get to come to the event. Um, but her mom FaceTimed her in with me. So Emma and I got to FaceTime and she was like, oh my gosh, I listen to the upside every single day. I love what you guys are doing. And she was amazing. And I was so sad that I didn't get to meet her, but we got to FaceTime. So Emma, thank you so much for listening to the show. We just adore you. I adore your parents. And hopefully at some point we'll get to meet at an event. That was Saturday morning. Saturday evening, I got to host an event. Um, It's an annual fundraiser for an organization called Ian's Friends Foundation. And this organization is the epitome of the upside. It's headed by a couple, Cheryl and Phil Yagoda. And they have a son named Ian who is 15 years old now. But when he was one, they discovered that he had a brain tumor. So they got Ian all of the treatment that Ian needed to get to fight this brain tumor. And obviously he is a survivor. He is 15 years old now, but they committed right after, well, probably, I don't even think it was after while their son Mm -hmm. was, was getting treatment and getting better. They said, look, this is ridiculous. We need to make sure that no other parent and no other kid has to deal with a, a, pediatric brain tumor. And Phil is very data-driven like me. It's probably why we like each other. (laughs) And so he did all this research and he found out that like, there's, there's just a tiny little bit of funding that goes into pediatric cancer. Yeah. Pediatric cancer versus adult cancer. And it's just not fair. It's not acceptable. Yeah. So for 10 years now, 11, 12 years, they've been hosting annual fundraisers and doing other events to raise money. And then they give that money to doctors who are curing cancer. And it's a great event to be a part of. And uh, 
I got to MC it, be the master of ceremonies for the ninth time last night or this weekend. And it was amazing, incredible. And the energy in the room when people are doing something like that. So it was a great, it was an awesome weekend. I saw, I heard something during that event that hit me so hard. Well, a lot of things hit me hard at that event because it's pretty emotional. Um, But that struck me that I wrote it down and I emailed to Jeff. I'm like, Oh my gosh, we have to talk about this on the show. It is so upsidey. There was a family there um, whose daughter is going through treatment for her brain tumor. They had her listed as a survivor. Oh, so good. I, think, okay. I think she's completed treatment. Oh good. That's amazing. And they she's were- like 12 years old. It's terrible. I mean, it's awful to see these kids, but it's so inspiring to see the fight that they have. Oh my gosh. They're absolutely incredible. And they were, their family was giving a speech about why it's important to raise money for this cause and and for this research. And he said something that struck me so hard that I um, wrote it down and I was like, Jeff, we've got to talk about this on the show. Cause I think it is so powerful and so upsidey. And he said, um, Bad things don't happen to good people. Good people are given opportunities to make a difference. What a great perspective. I mean. Like what a great way to look at the worst possible situation and make it and find an upside in it. Which is kind of the theme of last night. It's really cool to see these people that are going through something so terrible. And I think when it happens to a child, it's even more terrible because it seems so unfair. And instead of saying like, why did this horrible thing happen to me? They're literally saying this happened to us so we can help other people. And here's something that I think is important. I don't know because he just gave like a five or six minute speech at the event. So he didn't go into great detail, but I don't know when that epiphany dawned on him Mm -hmm. that he was given this opportunity to help other people. But I'm fairly certain it it didn't happen in the first week after his child's diagnosis. I can't imagine. So don't feel like, and I only say this because we do get messages from people wondering if they're doing the upside right or if they've done it wrong or anything. And we'll say this every episode if we have to. There is no right or wrong way to say it. And you are allowed to be upset and you are allowed to think that life is unfair. Mm-hmm. What's remarkable about the mindset change and the shift that comes from being an upsider is ending up being able to make a statement like that. Right. So he's worked through everything and he's like, you know what? It, it's not a why me thing. It's like, I kind of was chosen to go through this. So, cause I have this beautiful opportunity to make a difference in the world and maybe fewer kids will lose their lives because I can stand up here and tell people why this is so important and, and get more money to science. And the, and the selfish other side of that is you could spend the rest of your life being bitter and angry and wondering why you or your family had to go through something awful. Mm -hmm. But if you're able to shift the mindset into what can I use this for, then you don't have to be bitter. And that's the, that's the selfish, you know, side of it. Their name is the um, Miller family, by the way, they were just amazing. I love that mindset. It really inspired me um, to, to see that. I don't know. I mean, it was just great. It was great. <laughs> Words. All right. For Riley, who illustrated the, the drama with our neighbor, we'll do a quick dog neighbor update. If you are 
coming into the the upside late and the episodes of the upside um, later, and you haven't listened to earlier episodes, we just had a situation with with our next door neighbor who did not like the fact that our dogs would would bark when they were in the yard and. The consensus was between Callie and I and everybody who who listened and and heard our side of the story. I'm trying to be fair, right? Her side of the story was never given, but like our dogs weren't barking excessively. the The specific incidents that we thought were taking place were were when our neighbors would use their garbage cans right up next to the fence, mm-hmm. and the dogs would hear that noise and react to it. So it it. It was very dramatic and it went on for a couple of weeks and we had face-to-face meetings with the neighbors and we didn't know what to do and there was all this stuff. Well, since then, since the face-to-face meeting, two things have happened. One, we haven't heard from the neighbor at all. Nope. In any, at all. Which is fine by me. Right. Like no text messages, haven't come over. Like I don't even, not even really waving. From yeah, we don't wave any, yeah. yeah. Like it's just, there's no interaction with the neighbor. But two, I think our dogs, I, I don't think there's been any incident that would raise alarm with the neighbor. I think our dogs might have sensed the drama and they're like, no, nah, we don't have time for these guys anymore. Well, or you know what I think it could be? And you've always had this like thought about animals is that we were so worried about them not barking with our neighbors that we were getting stressed. And I think we were putting that anxiety on our dogs so they could feel the vibe. Yes. Because now we decided that we don't care. And we're like, our dogs aren't bad. They're dogs. Like they might bark for a second or two, but like they're dogs, we can't stop them from doing that. And we just decided that we don't care. Like as long as we're not, you know, disrupting the whole neighborhood, like if our dog barks once, who cares? Like we're not going to be like, Lily, Sadie, come here right now. And since we've lightened up, the dogs don't even care. Like Lily doesn't bark really anymore at all. And Sadie is the barker, but she does that little beagle bark, which is like not a bark. It's like a, like a, I don't know. The big, our dog Sadie is so ridiculous (laughs) that like, we'll hear like three barks, like boof, boof. Woof. And then I will always get up and look out the window because I don't want it to escalate. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what that's going to lead to. And I'll look out the window and she'll be over near the fence. And and I'll see like the, the neighbor had just pulled in and is like maybe walking in the house with a bag of groceries or something. Right. Mm-hmm. But Sadie's not facing the fence. Sadie's not facing our house. <laughs> Sadie's just like looking down in the yard, almost like a town crier, just announcing <laughs> to the neighborhood with three barks that a car has arrived. She does the same thing. If we're in the backyard, Callie, if I'm in the backyard with the dogs and you're out, uh-huh. when you, your car pulls in the driveway, Lily immediately like runs in the house, runs to the front door and is there to greet you with all of her Lily excitement. Sadie will just stand in the backyard and not look toward the house or the driveway. We'll just look in the distance and bark like three times. She's, she really is the town crier. It's so odd. <laughs> Our dogs are so odd. But anyways, there's there's really, everything's been good. Um, the, the only change that we made in the, in the house, cause the, the neighbors also said that the dogs were barking when we weren't home is we just shut the door to the room that's closest to their house. So, so the dogs can't really see when they come home anymore. So, so. Yeah. So the dogs can't look out the window, like directly into the back of their driveway. That's it. Um, everything's cool. So Lily and Sadie are still Lily and Sadie, they're little, little pests. 
We want to welcome two brand new partners to the Upside this week. The first is Audible. Audible has the world's largest selection of audiobooks and audio entertainment, including Audible Originals, available for you whenever you want them. You get your library of listens for Ever, even if you cancel. And for being an upsider, there's a 30-day free trial with one audiobook and two audiobook audio words are hard. And two audible originals absolutely free. I am a huge audible fan. I pick out books that I have every intention of reading, but then I get distracted and life gets busy. So you can just pop in your earbuds and listen to the book. The one that I'm reading right now, Profit First, which Callie told me about. Yep. Thank it, you, Lisa Ledesh, for that recommendation. It's a, I highly recommend that book for uh, small business owners, and you can listen to it on Audible. You can even do it for free. Grab your 30-day trial by going to audible.com slash the upside or text the upside to 500 500 that's the upside to 500 500 or go to audible.com the upside and you can grab your free month trial of audible all right i am very excited about this next ad partner because you know that I love a gift guide and you know I loving love gifts. And this is going to be probably at the top of your list for some really hard to buy people. And one of the number one, like, hey, I don't know what to get this person questions I get every single year is what do I get my in-laws? What do I get my boyfriend's parents? What do I get for my parents? I've got the gift for you. It is called Skylight. So Skylight, you open the box and it looks like a picture frame, right? And we've seen those before where you can upload pictures and it's a thing or whatever. What's great about Skylight that blows my mind is you can be out. So we were at an event this weekend. You can send pictures you take from wherever you are to an email address and it will automatically pop up on that frame, which I think is super awesome. And I think parents are going to love this. And it's a great, easy way to keep your parents in the loop without, you know, maybe having to call all the time or um, telling them every little detail. But or, sorry, mom. Or, te or teaching them how to use a <laughs> smartphone <laughs> right. with an app. Like, let me explain to you how Instagram works. Don't even do that. You Don't even go there. Put the skylight on your table and just tell them to keep, keep glancing at it. New pictures will arrive regularly. So it's a really awesome gift. And now as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a frame. When you go to skylightframe.com, enter the code upside and that's $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. Just go to skylightframe.com, enter the code upside. Thanksgiving is next week. Can you believe that? Wait, really? Yes. I thought we had like two more weeks left. No. Thanks you and I got to get on our <laughs> Thanksgiving meal planning. Thanksgiving is a week from Thursday. Are you ready for that? And if you are traveling, here's a heads up. Um, every year, AAA does a, a survey of plane tickets purchased and people who are planning to travel and all that stuff. Here's what everybody is going to be asking. How busy will it be? Well, more people are going to travel this year than have traveled in any of the past 10 years. I they, feel like they say that every year. Well, no. Some When gas prices get really high, it drops down because plane tickets get really expensive and people mm. don't want to spend the road trip stuff. Uh, but the, the gas prices have been fairly decent and uh, the economy has been pretty good. So people are hitting the road 45 4.6% more people will be flying 
So make sure you plan on getting to the airport earlier. And uh, 2.8% more people this year than last year will be driving somewhere. That's 3.5 million people. Wednesday is going to be the busiest travel day of the year. So I feel like we should say, and I'm going to say this, this Wednesday, next Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I should say this and we're going to say it again next week. Cause I think it's really important. I don't think anyone would say it's fun to be traveling during the holidays. Like no one wants to go to the airport and be in a crowded space with lots of people who aren't in the best mood. So as upsiders, I think we should all remind ourselves that, you know, not everybody wants to be there. There's people that have to work. Let's all just make this as pleasant of an experience as possible. Like go in expecting the worst and then give someone a compliment. Let someone in front of you in line. Like let's all be nice to each other. Because, you know, we're all in it together. And especially be nice to the people who are are in your state with out-of-state plates. Like, you can't, you're an ambassador for your city and your town. <laughs> so if you're in the state of whatever, Tennessee, and somebody with an Ohio license plate is trying to get to an exit or moving slow or whatever, don't honk at them because then they're going to think that everybody in Tennessee is a jerk. Be now, patient. Now, here's what I want to know. Is that pep talk for you? Yes. Because Jeff is the king of getting mad at people that can't drive in Atlanta, but Atlanta drivers are nuts. Like, I know. We drive like maniacs. So listen, just be be kind for uh, Thanksgiving, which is in a week. And then here's another warning, uh, Thanksgiving related. Because Thanksgiving is so late this season, this year, mm-hmm. The, the amount of time between Thanksgiving and Christmas is super short. Like Thanksgiving is going to happen. And before you know it, Christmas is going to be here. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I woke up this morning and I was telling Jeff, I'm like, oh my gosh, only a couple more weeks before we go get to get our Christmas tree. We asked a question on the show last week and uh, gave the phone number out. And I think it was the most responded to question that we've asked thus far using our voicemail line uh what movies are must watches for thanksgiving we were getting stuck because there's definite awesome uh halloween movies there's definite awesome christmas movies but we were kind of like blanking on halloween movies and i didn't want like hallmark channel you know movies like i wanted you wanted mainstream yeah mainstream like classic movies and you did not let us down with your messages hey Kelly and jeff just wanted to call and give my thoughts on the thanksgiving movies that you talked about on today's episode i did find out recently that there are a few thanksgiving movies on hallmark channel some thanksgiving some fall theme and i guess i'm gonna have to check those out soon but as far as i'm concerned The best Thanksgiving movie is Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Watch it every year. I may or may not have the Charlie Brown DVD collection of all the holiday movies, but as far as I'm concerned, those are the best. Hope you have a great weekend and can't wait to listen to Monday's episode. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Sharon from Villarica. I heard your message about Thanksgiving movies. Of course there are Thanksgiving movies. Check out Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, Home for the Holidays, or The House of Yes, they're all Thanksgiving-themed movies. Check them out. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Christina from Woodstock. I'm calling in reference to the Thanksgiving movies. So my family has a tradition of 
watching the animated movie Freebird, and then um, the adults get to pick. So we usually pick planes, trains, and automobiles. So those are kind of our traditions that maybe you can check out. Okay, bye. Kelly and Jeff, how could you not think of a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving with popcorn and toast and Snoopy? That is the number one Thanksgiving movie. Have a good day. Hi, Callie and Jeff. James here from Atlanta. Thanksgiving movies. Oh, my gosh, there's so many good ones. Miracle on 34th Street, Paul Blart Mall Cop, and the best one of all times, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. You have to watch that one. It's so good. Anyway, enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. Okay, I go before we um, keep playing these, can I say something? I Didn't I mention, I think I... I meant to mention plane, trains, and automobiles, but I think I said throw mama from the train. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I meant planes, trains, and automobiles. You've seen that, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, Paul Blart Mall Cop. I don't know where. I I mean, I don't think I've ever seen Miracle on 34th Street or It's a Wonderful Life in it's an, either one of those in its entirety. It's a Wonderful Life is my dad's all-time favorite Christmas movie. I don't know that if I've, I've ever seen it beginning to end. Is that the one about the bell rings and the angel gets its wings? I don't know. They're both black and white. He made me watch it when I was a kid, but I don't remember. Yeah. (laughs) We're failing at this. He put Miracle on 34th Street and Paul Blurt Mall Cop in the same sentence. I love it. great. Hey, Callie and Jeff. There is one Thanksgiving movie and it is quintessential Thanksgiving movie. John Candy and Steve Martin in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It is a Thanksgiving classic. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Callie. This is Lori calling from Tequila. There absolutely is a Thanksgiving movie. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles with Steve Martin and John Candy. It's hilarious. We watch it every year right before Thanksgiving. Okay. Hope you guys are doing great. Thanks for all you do. Love the show. I think there's a consensus. I think we're seeing a pattern develop. I also think that um, my dad would be very disappointed and feel like he taught me nothing that I left out planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, I, maybe you thought when I said throw mama from the train, maybe that threw you off too. I don't know. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Sylvia. To your question as to what Thanksgiving movies are out there, there is a movie called Freebirds. And yes, it's animated, but it's fantastic and hilarious. And I think you should check it out. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. This is Donna from North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I'm calling to let you know about a Thanksgiving movie. It's one of my favorites. It's Plane, Trains, and Automobile. Also, every year we try to listen to Alice's Restaurant on the radio. That's a Thanksgiving tradition. Love what you're doing. Happy Thanksgiving early. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Kim. I love the podcast. And yes, there are Thanksgiving movies. The best Thanksgiving movie is Home for the Holidays with Holly Hunter, a very young and handsome Robert Downey Jr. and Dylan McDermott, not to be confused with Dermot Melroney. You have to watch it. It's funny. It's sweet. And it's dysfunctional like every family's Thanksgiving. Love you guys. Hey, Jess and Callie, this is Amanda. Uh, I just had to stop the podcast and call um, as you guys were talking about, are there any Thanksgiving movies? And yes, I have one that I watch every year. Uh, It's called Home for the Holidays um, with Holly Hunter and Robert Downey Jr. Uh, I think it came out sometime in the mid-90s or so. It is hilarious. Bye. (laughs) 
So the consensus, plane, trains, and automobiles, that Freebird one got a couple of votes. I never even heard about never that. Never heard of that one. And then Home for the Holidays got a couple of votes. Yeah. And then Paul Blart Mall Cop. I love that. That makes me you know really they happy. made a sequel to Paul Blart. There's, I know. There's two. Like good people for love that movie. So I, I don't think I've ever seen that either. But I'm. A but bad not person. shocking because Jeff doesn't watch movies. So. All right, Callie. Every week picks something that's been stalking her on social media and decides to review it. And I'm taking. So this was a suggestion from you, which I love, and I kind of forgotten about. Although they do stalk me all the time, and that was Daily Harvest. And Daily Harvest is that like. Have you ever gotten that, Jeff, the ad for Daily Harvest? I think so, but it's a smoothie, right? It's a smoothie or they have like um, bowls or like, you know, it's like a healthy, I don't know. But it comes all prepared. Well, the thing is, is it comes with, you know, if you get like a peach and strawberry smoothie, all of the fruit and all the ingredients is already in there and you like fill it up with almond milk or coconut water, or whatever, and toss it into your blender. That's their shtick is like, you know, it's like ready to go smoothies. Okay. Um. I don't really think it gets my approval. It's not a bad company, but I just, there are more cons to me than pros. And it was, um, I've been drinking the smoothies. But the number one question is, how does it taste? It's fine. It's not great. <laughs> That's not well, a no, good it's like it's, You know how smoothies sometimes just taste like smoothies? Like, I don't care if you get it at Smoothie King or, at, you know yeah. what I mean? It just tastes like a smoothie. Like, yeah. I don't think there's anything stand out about it. Um, here's the weird thing about Daily Harvest is it's, they do it as a subscription, a weekly subscription. Okay. And like the minimum amount of things that you can have delivered, and I got the minimum, is six cups a week. That's a lot of smoothies. That's just really... It's a lot aggressive, of, or you can get 24 a month. So for me, I well, think still, I would, that's still six a week, 24 a month is. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Six a week. Um, so I just think that it's not for me. The smoothies are fine. I don't think they're standout. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I had people message me and say, I like them, but they send me so much stuff. And I think I would be more apt to buy them. Like I hadn't even gotten my first, I had had my first set of smoothies for one day before they're like, all right, pick out what you want for next week. And I'm like, whoa, this is like a little aggressive. And what about time-wise, like convenience? Because you do make a smoothie in the morning or you were for a long time. Did it take, was it a huge time saver? Or? No. Oh, okay. It shaved like maybe 90 seconds off. Oh, is, really? Yeah, because you still have to add the milk and- blend it and then you know what I mean so so the only difference is you wouldn't have to go to the store and get a thing of strawberries or bananas or whatever you threw in with your milk and smoothie powder right. that's the only difference right and I'm you know a lot of the I don't know what your health goals are there's a lot of sugar in smoothies normally um so I just didn't find that they're good for me and they're fine it's not a bad company I just think that maybe if their strategy was like, hey, just pick out smoothies and keep them in your freezer and there was no subscription, I might be more apt to order from them and just keep smoothies in the freezer for when I have a day, you know, like last week where I'm like, what am I going to eat for lunch? Right. It's just the subscription thing is a little um, aggressive to me. So they are not Cali approved. Um, they're just not for me. 
Uh, something that is Callie and Jeff approved is one of our longtime partners on the show, Hemp Fusion. Callie said to me, for some reason, I have a ton of anxiety a few days ago. <laughs> and I was like, well, let me get you a selection of CBD products. And I brought out some Hemp Fusion CBD. And how long does it take? Once, once you take the drops, how long did you start to feel better? Two minutes. Right. It's, it's really, it's really, really fast. Um, and it doesn't, you know, like eliminate anxiety, but it takes you down, at least me and Jeff too, from like a 10 to like a four. It takes the edge off. Yeah, and it that, really does. And that's what's important. What makes Hemp Fusion different than other CBD products is that they have other natural ingredients, omegas and terpenes specifically, that help the CBD absorb and work in your body. So whether you're fighting stress, whether you are trying to get better sleep, whether you need more energy, Hemp Fusion CBD has you covered. Go to hempfusion.com. Use the code UPSIDE. You'll get 20% off your first First order and free shipping. That's hempfusion.com. The promo code is upside 20% off your first order and free shipping. We were talking on the show last week about how I am really struggling right now with asking for help and not even um, asking for help so much as like accepting help when other people offer to help me. It's really, really hard for me. And um, so I'm trying to work on that and through that, but it's, it's kind of a struggle right now. And thank you to the upsiders who called and made me feel a little less alone. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Kelsey from Atlanta. Um, I had to pause the show this morning and call because I can completely relate to, um, not giving other people things to do for you to help you out. I'm working towards a new position in my career and have been going to some professional development. And one of the things that they talk about is building the capacity of others. And so I feel like that's something if you kind of frame it in that way that, you know, yes, you're helping them and they're helping you kind of both, but you're also allowing them an opportunity to grow in a way that you possibly would have had a chance at some point in your career to grow as well giving people the opportunity to do things for you is building their capacity and their life as well. And so I feel like that's kind of a good way to look at it and something that I'm working on in my career as well, because that is definitely hard for me to delegate because I agree I can do it better sometimes. Just wanted to share that. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. So instead of looking at it like you're asking somebody else for help, look at it as though you are helping somebody else learn something you already know. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I like that perspective. Uh, and then we, th there were so many calls from people who struggle with asking for help. Um, personally, like a lot of new moms who felt bad having to reach out to their moms or their mother-in-laws or whatever. And then we got one phone call that really, really struck both Callie and I from a listener struggling with this. And I think it serves as a good reminder to not only ask for help when you need it, but to speak up and offer help if you see somebody who's struggling because they might not be able to ask. Mm -hmm. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Callie. Um, I just wanted to call about asking for help. My husband left me six years ago, and during those six years, I found it very hard to allow people to help me. 
But even when I do ask for help or try to get help, I feel as though sometimes people have an expectation of something in return and not that I mind helping someone else or doing something in return, but um, having no one really makes it difficult to ask for help, but I really appreciate your segment on that today, and I'm going to work on trying to ask for help more often. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. She breaks my heart. I think it's so easy to go in and ask somebody if they need help. And then when they say no, cross that off your to-do list and be mm-hmm. like, hey, I did it. But I think if if you're in a position where things are okay for you, take it a little extra time to to make sure the the person who's saying no to your help really means no. You never want to force yourself onto somebody who mm-hmm. says they don't need help, but maybe, I, I don't know. Laura Lee sent me an amazing um, message yesterday that I really appreciated. And maybe this is like a good way to ask someone instead of saying, how can I help you? She said, how can I support you? Yeah. So it's not like, hey, you can't do it yourself how can I help you? It's how can I be supportive to you right now? And I thought that was amazing. I was like, I am going to tuck that away. So next time I see someone that might need help, but is sensitive to help saying, how can I best support you? It's such a subtle difference, but how can I help you kind of implies that you're in a bad place. How can I support you implies that you're, that the recipient, the person on the receiving end of the question is in a good place. Well, it also, I think puts you side by side. Cause I think sometimes with help, it's like, how can I help you? It makes one person seem higher and one person seem lower, even if we don't. And I'm the queen of saying, how can I help you? And maybe that like the, how can I support you thing evens the playing field a little bit. And it's just like, Hey, I love you. And we're in this together. Like, how can I support you right now? I love that. That's brilliant. I love that. Laura Lee is so smart. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I don't know that I've ever seen in all of the 97, 98 episodes of this show that we have recorded, I don't know that I've ever seen Callie look so comfortable as she has today during this recording. I am living my best comfy life right now. I've got giant pajama pants on and I have our upside hoodie and they're starting to ship out. They shipped out last week and this week and they are really cool looking, right? Oh, they're very cool looking and they look super cozy. They are super cozy. It says, I listened to Callie and Jeff on it kind of like inconspicuously and it's this like distressed sweatshirt and they're awesome. And I think we're going to keep them in the store for a little bit. So go grab one. It would make a great gift or let's be honest, it's cold outside. Buy yourself a sweatshirt. Um, You can go to CallieandJeff.com, click on the merchandise tab, and that will take you to our merchandise store. And you'll also see gratitude journals up there. Hi, Callie and Jeff. Love the show. I am calling because um, Callie was just talking about needing help and not wanting to ask for it. And girl, it was like you were talking directly to me. I am working a full-time job and I just started 
an accelerated master's program back in August, and I am drowning. So I am going to take your suggestions and your advice, and I'm going to start asking for help, and I'm just going to be okay with it because I have to be. Otherwise, I'm never going to get through this. I know that's not very upsidey, but I'm really tired. Um, anyway, have a great day. Have a great weekend, and um, keep doing what you're doing. Love the show. Bye. At Georgia's Own Credit Union, you're going to find all the products and services you'd expect from a financial institution, but with a twist. Because Georgia's Own is a cooperative owned by members, you're going to get better rates, fewer fees, and the assurance of knowing that you and your goals are what matters most. Doesn't matter if you're looking for a low-rate credit card, if you're looking for a money market account that pays a higher yield, or maybe a mortgage professional to talk you through getting your first house. Talk to Georgia's Own today. Go to georgiazone.org. Georgia's Own Credit Union, banking on purpose. Georgia's Own is federally insured by the NCUA. Georgia's Own is an equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Jody from Atlanta, Georgia. And me and my mom listen to The Upside every day. And I actually included you guys in, like, about how me and my mom listen to the show every day in my mitzvah speech. And it's made me a lot more positive wherever I go. And, um, thank you. Hey, Jeff and Callie, this is Aaron in Los Angeles. Let's talk about owning cheating Thanksgiving. If I'm going to get a catered meal or, you know, go to the grocery store and get those prepared meals, which I do, I'm not going to lie, why would I put it in my own dishes? Why would I want to do extra dishes? Come on. Think about it. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Good morning, Callie and Jeff. This is Taylor. Um, I was listening to the show this morning and had to pause it um, as you guys are talking about struggling to ask for help. I'm a new mom. We have a seven-month-old son, and I'm also working full-time. My husband works full-time, and I struggle so hard to ask for help because it feels like I'm failing. It feels like I, if I ask for help, it means I can't, that I'm not a good mom, I'm not a good employee, and um but I've come to realize that I just have to suck it up because I can't do it all by myself. It truly does take a village to raise a child. And so my mom has been coming over to help me on the nights that my husband's at work to just do the dishes or do the laundry or literally just be with me because it can be lonely and stressful. So wanted to thank you guys for talking about that. And yes, we do need each other, a support group, like Callie said. So love the show and I'm going to keep listening. Okay, have a great day. Hey, this is Maggie from Athens. I just wanted to say, oh, Jeff, I am so with you on the feral cat thing. I live in an apartment complex, and they're everywhere. There's always kittens, and they are always cold, like in the winter, and it freaks me out. And so much so that I went to Tractor Supply and bought a feral trap, (laughs) a humane trap, so that I can trap them fix them, put them back out, and then feed them. So I don't really have any advice for you because it's like I've gotten involved in a whole world of cat issues that I didn't even know existed, (laughs) and you're probably not looking to get that involved. But I just wanted to let you know that there are other people out there freaking out about it just like you. So good luck. So in all that you do in all of your life, I wish you the strength and the grace to make those choices which will allow you and your neighbor to become the best of whoever you are.